Welcome to the Talk to Talk Club podcast where I talk about anything and everything. There are three types of people I dislike. People who don't use their turning signal, prostitutes that talk to you after sex, and people who are disingenuous and deceiving. I want to focus on the last one because there's a lot of different influencers who give people this false sense of reality. And when they go out into the world and act on this false sense of reality, things turn out horrible. Just imagine how many people are going to go to jail because of Andrew Tate's program. It's basically a crash course on how to be a predator. Step one, trick the woman into thinking you love her. Step two, hold her against her will. And step three, threaten her so she won't call the cops. And here's the bonus. Put her on a sex cam, have her make all this money, then take it all from her. I'm going to be honest. At this point, I wouldn't be surprised if even Balenciaga came out with a handbook on how to be a pedophile. It's like the world's gone down a rabbit hole of stupidity. And I know it's getting harder to decipher people's true intentions nowadays. So before you end up in a Romanian jail like Andrew Tate or on a sex offenders watch list like Balenciaga, I'm going to give you a few ways to spot people who are disingenuous and deceiving. Number one, conceal true intentions. You should be weary of someone who's consistently encouraging others to share first. The reason behind doing this is so they can study your responses and adopt them as their own. By doing this, they're able to conceal their true intentions of deceit and still create a close relationship with you. This kind of reminds me of the Me Too people. It's like no matter what you say, the reply is always Me Too. You could tell them you've always had dreams of being a transsexual rodeo clown and their reply would still be Me Too. Because their goal isn't really to share a bond with you over chopping your ding dong off putting makeup on and riding horses for the rest of your life, it's to deceive you by being relatable. Number two, effortless work. Deceptive people take credit for the work of others and they gather information and insight around them and place their name at the top. So basically, this would be like a white male in his 40s taking credit for slavery. He didn't put the time or effort into holding my people against their will whipping them refusely and causing them generations of psychological trauma. That was his ancestors. And they're all burning in hell now. So I guess we're even. And to the little white kids who happen to find this podcast, you should ask your grandpa about this. And as a sidebar, did you know the clan are always talking about how they hate gays? But what's more gayer than being in the woods at nighttime with a bunch of dudes with sheets on your heads? Think about it. But back on topic, deceptive people are always looking for an opportunity to take advantage of someone else's effort and claim it as their own. Now that I think about it, didn't Bill Cosby take all the credit for drugging and sexually assaulting all those women as if he's smart enough to create his own date rape drug? If you ask me, Bill Cosby should have gave credit to the guy who made the drugs. That way they both could spend time in jail like the sexual predators that they are. Number three, withholding information. Disingenuous people feed you small amounts of information. 
because they want to make you dependent on them for more knowledge because they know without the knowledge, you are more likely to fail. This reminds me of every seminar, every YouTube ad, and every influencer with a course. They always start off with, you want to know how, and I guarantee you everything after that is a lie. They say things like, you want to know how I made $10 million in two days? Listen, I don't want to sound like Debbie Downer, but unless you're Pablo Escobar or El Chapo, that ain't happening. And they're going to make sure it doesn't happen either. Their course, I like crystal meth and you're like a strung out prostitute scratching and shaking who can't get enough. Next thing you know it, you'll be blowing people in the back of a Honda to pay for one-on-one lessons. Number four, unexpected gifts. Deceptive people like to disarm others by giving gifts for absolutely no reason. This simple gesture breaks down someone's guard while at the same time making them feel indebted to the deceiver. If you know anything about the mafia, this was their favorite tactic that didn't involve beating the hell out of you. They would give you money, tell you to go buy your wife something nice. Next thing you know it, you're getting a call at 3 a.m. in the morning to do some weird favor for them. And 9 out of 10 is burying a body. Public figures do the same thing. But instead of giving you money, they give you comfortability. They make you seem like they're by your side and they're rooting for you. And they have your best interests at heart when in reality, they just want your money. Do you remember when Trump had all those redneck Trello Park inbreds excited about building that wall? And not one of them took the second to think about whose tax dollars was going to pay for that wall. They were too busy being excited about having a president that was outright racist like them. But let's be honest, what do you expect from a bunch of people who drink Clorox and have sex with their sisters? Number five, beneficial alliance. Most disingenuous people form multiple alliances in case they are needed in the future. This is a common tactic they use in order to take advantage and gather information that benefits the other party. Later on, the deceiver will use the same information they gather as leverage against the person they form the alliance with. If you ask me, this sounds like bisexuals. Hear me out. My theory is they trade intel between parties depending on who they have sex with. I remember dating this bisexual woman who told me the gays had weapons of mass destruction. I was scared, distraught, and clearly by curious of what they had. Was it a nuclear bomb full of lube and glitter? Was it a vibrator so strong that it caused massive earthquakes? Or even worst of all, a picture of Ella DeGeneres naked? I didn't know what to think. Long story short, their plan was to throw a bunch of used condoms and dildos over the White House wall. And it must have worked because months later, the same-sex marriage bill was passed. The New York Times said it symbolizes them being screwed by the government. But I try not to get into gay affairs. It's not my thing. And I know what you're thinking. Gross, but inspiring. But on a serious note, whomever you choose to listen to, whether it be Andrew Tate, Kanye West, or Ben Shapiro, take it with a grain of salt until you do your own fact checking. Just because something inspires you and changed the way you think doesn't mean it's not coming from a disingenuous place. 
And if you found this episode helpful, share it with somebody in hopes it will help them too. And if you haven't already, subscribe, like, leave comments. Once again, this is the Talk to Talk Club podcast, and I'll see you next time.